Welcome to episode 115 of Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bosey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now, I wasn't going to do an episode this week, just given that it's a short work week and maybe people wouldn't be paying attention to podcasts, but I learned a couple of things since the last episode that I just, just had to share with you. So here they are. The first thing is from a podcast called Exponent by Ben Thompson and James Allworth. Ben Thompson writes this blog called Stratechery, fantastic about sort of the future of tech. James Allworth has written with Clay Christensen, writes for Harvard Business Review, two very smart guys, and their podcast is called Exponent. I think that this came from episode 127 called The Worst Case Scenario. I'm not 100% sure that was the episode, but anyway, if you're interested in the future of tech, I would highly recommend that you subscribe to Exponent. Fantastic. But anyway, uh, after I recorded last week's episode about Facebook, they came in with some new insight or something I hadn't really thought about, which is just that in light of all the changes that are certainly coming to Facebook, whether it's via regulations, user revolts, something that's going to hold them accountable as a publishing company, not as Uh, a neutral platform, which was the topic of last week's episode. Ben and James said, hey, look, the logical conclusion of this is that ads are going to be more expensive. That makes perfect sense. Currently, the way the Facebook ad platform works is, well, look, it's been a miracle for small business owners, right? Because it democratized ads. You didn't need an agency anymore. You literally just create an ad, put it into Facebook, set your targeting parameters, let it run, and pay Facebook on the back end. Super simple. Uh, They built this platform that would allow you to have access to their audience of over 2 billion monthly active users. Now, what I care about is how this is going to affect you as a small business owner who may or may not have been relying on Facebook ads as a means to reach your customers. If this is going to get more expensive and it stands to reason that it will, what is that going to do for you? How is that going to affect you? As soon as you put a human element into the mix, it's got, it's got to be more expensive, right? It, it just has to be. If you have a platform doing it in an automated way, that's going to be one cost. You're going to add to that as soon as you have human oversight. That might start to price people out, people like you and me. So from last episode, what I was talking about is, look, we got to have a plan B then. If you're completely relying on Facebook to reach your prospective customers and your current customers... This is a danger to you if you are a small business, and I covered this a lot in last week's episode, but Ben and James made me think of this, that, you know, this was another outcome that I just hadn't put together uh, before I had recorded the last episode. And look, organic reach has been going down anyway. From a couple years ago when I was running tests on my own and my clients' uh, business pages, that reach had gone down to about 9%. So that means, you know, you post... Uh, something to Facebook, to your business page, of all your fans, the people who have liked your page, who have opted into seeing posts from you, out of those 109 are going to see the post. And guess what? Over the past couple years, that's gone down further and further. As of this summer, that was at about 4%. Some people confirmed that it was lower than that. 
Now, this makes perfect sense, right? Facebook wants you to pay to reach your own audience. And you might say, no, 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 that's my audience. Hey, you know, I went to all the trouble to get people to like my page and opt in and all that. But this is the problem that I've said over and over again about digital sharecropping, which is it's not your audience. It belongs to Facebook. If you're doing it on their platform, there are a lot of advantages to doing so. It's not your audience. It's Facebook's. And when they make a change, it puts people like you and me at risk. That's the deal that we enter into. And the second thing is directly related to the newsfeed, and it's something Facebook is actively testing right now. And I learned this from a podcast called The Unpodcast by Scott Stratton and Allison Kramer. Uh, I left a link in the show notes for you. I'm a total podcast junkie, and I love this one as well. I've probably listened to every single episode as well. Um, I think that this one is in an episode called, let me look it up here. Something about hacking. It's episode 198. And again, I'm not 100% sure that's from the episode. But anyway, this podcast is awesome. Uh, It's about bad marketing in general, sort of calling out companies for doing bad email, bad social media, bad whatever. Um, And just talking about doing marketing, right? So I really appreciate it and would highly recommend it. Now, they were referring to an article Uh, from New York Magazine called Why Facebook is Terrifying Publishers with a New Test. And basically, this test that they're rolling out in a few countries, uh, Slovakia, Sri Lanka, Serbia, Bolivia, Guatemala, and Cambodia. So they're not doing it in the U.S. yet. But the whole idea here is to split the news feed, right? So there's the news feed that we have now in Facebook, and they want to split that into two, one which is the news feed sort of as it exists now, and then another feed called Explore. And the purpose of Explore, as the article states, is to show you things that that they think that you might like. And that's going to be from business pages, and they're going to add in publishers that you don't follow directly, Okay, so think about this for just a second. This is going to do two things. One, it's going to kind of push business pages to this separate feed that's going to be outside of the current feed with your friends and family. That might be really good for us as users, but for brands who are used to reaching people, that's going to be really tough. And then the other thing is that they're going to move business pages over to this new Explore feature, and they're going to sort of get buried alongside other brands that have not had people like their page. So in other words, the feed is going to consist of pages that I liked and then pages that I didn't, that Facebook's algorithm is going to figure out and think that I like. So now all of a sudden, as a brand, one, you're moved to this other feed that people are not likely to look for. And two, it's actually going to be diluted because you've been mixed in with other brands that don't have people's likes yet. This is really bad news for brands. And again, this is not rolled out in the U.S. yet, but they're testing this. And quoting from the article, if you're a publisher who's built up a large audience based on your Facebook business page, this means trouble because you're no longer assured a place in the main news feed, which is by far the social network's most prominent real estate. And of course, there's a solution, right, which is to buy ads. And as the article says, quoting them again, of course, there is a way to get your Facebook page's posts back into the news feed. 
pay to make them sponsored posts, in other words, ads. Now, again, this might be great for users, right? For people like you and me who want to connect with friends, families, coworkers, whatever. You know, we're going to see more posts from those family and friends. Fine, that's really good. And of course, Facebook is really motivated to do that, to keep you on the platform, which is what I was talking about in last week's episode. And this is going to be fine for those big businesses who pay, right? They're used to paying for, you know, television commercials, radio spots, uh, in print media, all that. Look, they're going to be able to afford to be in the main feed. But for small businesses, you know, if this thing takes hold... In other words, they roll this out widely across the whole world, across the entire platform, not limited just to these test countries. It's over for small businesses, right? Facebook pages are going to be of little value whatsoever. What used to be democratized access to an ad network will now get really, really expensive. And of course, look, this is Facebook's prerogative. Like, you can't fault them for trying to do this. They're trying to make money. They're one of the most successful, one of the most profitable businesses in the world. And they're going to want to hold that position, right? But with both of these things, there are two big lessons. And the first is that centralization of power is never good for smaller players. Facebook spent years building up a virtual monopoly, and they're going to cash in on that now. And look, that's legit, right? That's legit. You can't fault them again. But don't you feel a little lied to? A little bait and switched, right? And this right here is the problem with digital sharecropping. It's not your audience, and it never was. It's Facebook's, and they call the shots. But the second big thing, Facebook is now just television. And I don't mean that to be a compliment, They are an ad platform, that's it. The only difference is that they don't pay to create the content. You do. And that they don't have ad vendors, right? It's handled via this user wizard, right? But everything else is just like television or any media entity. This is exactly why regulation or accountability is coming. I mean, why for television and not for Facebook? Or why for radio and not for Facebook? Why for print media and not for Facebook? They are going to start being held accountable. Good. And if they're held accountable, to go back to the initial point, that means oversight, right? And that means the price is going to go up. If you have humans involved at any stage of the process, compared to now when there are none, the price is going to go up. So with this further centralization, I mean, if you think that only the big brands can afford this now, just wait. Again, I'm telling you, it's just like television. Can you or I run a TV spot? (laughs) Not likely. And the same thing is coming for Facebook. So what can you do? I know I covered this in last week's episode, but again, own your own platform. And it's harder. Yes, but it's worth it. Social media like Facebook is not the answer because it's not social media. It's, a, it's an ad platform. Email is your answer, at least currently, right? The way that we use it, the way that it functions, we're still dependent on it. We still use it as a to-do list. It's still considered high-level permission. 
And you got to do all the right things with that. There's lots of nuances and all that. And here's the thing. I'll be doing some episodes on building and managing an email list in, in future episodes of the podcast. So please subscribe at controlmousemedia slash subscribe. Uh, it's a big part of my online course, which is already available. That's called Create Biz. And I left links for you in the show notes if you want to learn more uh, about this. But email is the single biggest thing that you can do for your small business. And again, as long as you use it to build trust and don't fall into the same traps that you see others using it for. Spam. The principles are the same. Deliver lots of value. Do so over time consistently and earn the right to make your case for the sale after you have a well of trust built up. These are the new rules. If you don't have trust, it's going to be very, very hard to get to a transaction. It's not impossible, but it's incredibly, incredibly difficult. So every activity that you do should be geared towards that. All right, I think I'll stop there. Again, I didn't intend to produce an episode this week, but I had to share this with you. I just thought these were some great insights by some great folks, and I thought I'd share these with you. So got another couple episodes left in the, the current season. Uh, next week's going to be on advertising offset credits, sort of a new concept that I came up with. Um, and then I'll close this out with, uh, with a little bit on creativity uh, since I've been talking about that a lot. A lot. Uh, since this summer. All right. Thank you again. Really appreciate you being here with me in the spirit of Thanksgiving. I say thank you. I am grateful for you, my listeners, and I hope that you have a wonderful holiday weekend with friends, family, whatever it is that you do to celebrate. Make it a safe one, and I'll see you next week.